Welcome to Glory Gems Podcast. I'm your host, Evil Mede. For any questions that you want to ask or any topics that you want to hear about, reach out to us at contact at glorygems.com. So today's message is very unique because I feel like a lot of us need to hear this, right? Um, we're struggling. We've been praying. Um, we've been asking God, um, and we just haven't heard from Him. We're, we're we're at a point where we feel like God isn't answering us. God hasn't answered me, and, and today, today we need answers. We need to we need to figure. We need to get to the bottom of this. We need to figure this thing out. Right, and so today's um, message is called "God hasn't answered me yet." I need answers. Now, I like to start off with scripture, right? Especially when I'm going into to something as deep as this, you know, I want us to look at First John chapter five, verse fourteen. I'm gonna read it, um, and and this is it goes with my first um, point for today. It must align. This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask for, we know that he will grant us what we have asked of him. Uh, so God wants to answer our prayers, right? And, we, and we're struggling with that because we're thinking, why hasn't he answered mine? So let's, let's, let's look at this really quickly. It says here that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Let me okay. So when I read this originally, it hit me hard. It hit my ego pretty hard because I'm like, he hears us. Like, oh, I hear you, I hear you. That 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 hit me pretty hard because I was I was confused. I was I was like, what do you mean you hear us? Where, where's my answer? I need to I need answers right now. God, tell me something. And then, and then and then I I found myself so conflicted that I said, you know what? I need to understand. I need to understand this on a deeper level because there's something that I'm missing. There's something else that you're saying here. And, and, and with, with much research and much more understanding and asking God to reveal to me the, 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 the biblical definition of the word here is to listen and to grant. To listen and to grant. <laughs> I thought that was very, very clever. I hear you. I'm going to listen to you and I, I'm going to grant you your heart desires. You know, listen is to be passive, right? But grant is action. And God doesn't want to be passive about your situation. He wants to take action in your situation. Mm. He wants to answer us and he will, but there is a condition. Let's go back to the word. It says it right here that if we ask anything according to his will, and in some translations, it even says that if you ask anything that accords with his will, he will hear us. When we hear the word according, it means depending on whether it agrees with or if it's conforming to. So if it agrees with God's will, he will give us what we have asked for. Let's take a dive into the root word accord. This word has two meanings. And I think it's fascinating what these two meanings do when they come together. If we look at the, the first definition of the word accord, it means to give or to grant. Um, some definitions will also say to give or to grant someone power. God wants to grant us our heart's desire. He wants to give us the power so that we can obtain what we want. 
But check this. This is this is where God fascinates me over and over. Um, the secondary meaning of a chord is to be harmonious or consistent with. I think it's so intriguing that God has used this one word with two meanings to pretty much to encompass his entire message that it has to 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 be harmonious and consistent with what he wants in order for us to be granted our desires it means to give and to grant this word means to be harmonious and consistent with god god wants um, to grant us our heart's desire as long as it's harmonious with and according to his will there is a condition what you're asking for must be aligned with what God wants in your life. It must be aligned with his will. Um, it says it here in James four, um, verse three, it says that if we ask and have not yet received, it's because we are asking with wrong motives. Sometimes we do, we also have to ask God if it uh, if if it's gonna glorify Him if 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 what we want in our lives are is gonna give Him glory at the end of the day. How many of us have stopped to ask God, God, is this what you want for me? Because th- th- no real stuff, real stuff. Because this is this is important. My my mother used to always say this Nigerian parable, um, is what I can see sitting down, even if you climb the tallest tree. You won't be able to see, and when I when I think about it, it 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 brings me back to God. It brings me back to to what God is saying to us, over and over, even at our highest point. God always sees more for us. The reality is that God wants so much more for you. He designed a life much greater than your worldly eyes can perceive. Some of us are wondering why he hasn't answered and it's simply because it doesn't bring his, him glory. It doesn't align with his will for you because he wants more. He wants more for you. Romans 12 verse, um, verse 2. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, his pleasing and perfect will. Now, that's another thing. We need to know how to ask God to reveal these things to us, because if we knew what God wanted for us, we would want it too. We need to seek and and, and ask God to reveal his will. And, 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 and the only way that we can receive his will is by retiring our old ways, our worldly ways of thinking, refining our minds with, with um, refining our minds so that we have the capacity to receive his will and his way. Hmm. So my second point is that you have to do what it takes. You know, sometimes God hasn't answered your prayer because he wants to know how bad you want it. What are you willing to do for it? How long are you willing to wait for it? How long are you willing to pray for it? How long will you do what it takes? Some of us think that we can just ask God for something and it will just fall on our lap. No, God wants us to know that anything worth it, you're going to have to work for it. It's not easy. It's not a simple thing. Listen, you can't go to the gym and do two push-ups and walk out of that gym with muscles built. It's impossible. You have to be consistent. You have to put in the work. 
You have to pray without ceasing. Don't stop. Be consistent. And and and. Luke chapter 18, verse 1, Jesus tells the disciples to continue to pray. Don't stop. Wear God out. Bother him until he's tired of hearing you. Ask about the same thing over and over. Do not relent. Continue to pray. Some of us can identify with that. Our children are asking us for the same thing over and over and over. And we say no 99 times. But that 100th time is just a straw that broke the camel back. And we're tired of the nagging and the begging. And we want peace. And so we just yell, take it. Just take it. When you know God is resistant to your prayers, you need to break his peace. Say, we're both not getting rest until you answer me. That's the kind of energy you need to bring to the Lord. I'm not going away. I'm not going to stop asking. I'm going to keep asking you until you grant me my heart's desires. I'm going to keep begging you and nagging you until you give me what I asked for. But that's not all. We don't just disturb his peace and get what we want. He needs to know that we have the capacity to receive what we're asking for. Mm. It's like asking God for a mansion and you're still unemployed. If you don't ask God for a job first, because God wants to know that you have the capacity. God wants to know that you can handle it. And our prayers, we need to ask God to give us what it takes to receive our gifts. Give us what it takes to receive our blessings. Give us what it takes so that we can receive our heart's desires. For some of us, we can't receive our blessing because we don't have the capacity because we're already full. We're full of sin, anger, sexual immortality, doubt, boastfulness, lies. God cannot answer us in this state. We cannot receive his gifts when we're living in sin. Let's turn to James chapter 5, verse 16. It says, therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. God hasn't answered your prayers yet because you're not righteous enough yet. Do you have what it takes? God can't pour into your life because you're full with sin already. You must do away with your old ways of living. Are you willing to do it? Do you have what it takes? Because there is a reward. It says it right here. The prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. Why is your prayer not powerful and effective? Are you walking in righteousness? You want to move mountains? You want God to answer your prayers? You need to address your sin. The prayer of a person who is blameless and without sin is powerful and effective. The scripture doesn't lie. It says it right here. If God hasn't answered you, you need to address your sin. It's like an obedient child asking their parents for favor. God can't say no to an obedient child. God wants to know that you will do what it takes. So my third and my final point is trust him. Do you trust him? Do you have faith? Because it's the same thing. God wants to know if you trust that he will do it. He said he will and he wants to know if you trust him. Or is your spirit already defeated? You've waited too long. You gave up. 
You, you, you've asked God um, to, 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 to confirm, and he has. He confirmed that your desires align with his will. You've been walking in righteousness, but you haven't heard back. You haven't gotten an answer. Psalms 37, it says here, commit your way to the Lord. Trust him. And he will act. I love it. I love it because God is giving us and showing us another prerequisite for his actions. He tells us what we need to do before he answers our prayers. There's a bridge here. Trust him and he will act. Trust him, then he will act. God is telling us directly what we need to do. We need to trust his divine process. It's like planting a seed and you've been watering the the plant for seven days and still nothing. You can't even begin to see the, the sprouts, the stem, nothing. All the while underneath the seed has been broken out of its shell and is beginning to anchor itself into the soil. It's rooting itself. It's creating a strong foundation so that when it grows, it can stand firm. But you need patience. You need trust. You need to trust the divine process. God is working to build a strong foundation, but we can't see it. And so we complain that he hasn't answered. But all we really need to do is be patient and trust him. We need to trust him and we need to trust the process because it's coming. And when it comes, God needs to know that it will stay. That will be firm in our life. The truth is that when we continue to pour water into our plant, our plant continues to grow and we'll eventually be able to reap the fruit of our patience and of our trust in God. Dear brothers and sisters, I want you to know that a delay is not a denial. God hasn't answered yet, but he will if it aligns with his will, if you put in the work and, you, and, you, and you've trusted him and you have faith in him and in his divine process, he will grant you his heart, your heart desires. You know, sometimes <laughs> we, we need to take a step back and we need to think about what God is actually saying. Because an answer is not always yes. If we don't see the evidence of the blessing, if we haven't seen the approval um, through a physical manifestation, God might be saying something else. He might be saying no. And, and this goes back to our earlier point that God wants to make sure that what we want and what he grants us is aligned with what he wants for us. It's like a parent um, watching a child um, yearn to touch a hot stove. But, 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 but as the parent, you know that you don't want your child to be hurt. And although they're yearning and they're, they, they see the pretty colors on the stove and they want to reach for it, you grab that hand and you say no. Because you're protecting that child. God wants to protect us from what we don't know is not for us. For what we don't know will hurt us. For what we don't know will pull us away from his glory, from his grace. God doesn't want to take that risk with his children. He loves us way too much. Thank you so much for tuning in to Glory Gems Podcast. Again, I'm your host, Evio Meta. Listen, for any questions, comments, or topics that you want to hear about, please, please, please hit us up at contact at glorygems.com.